Hey there, friends. Jay Revel here. Welcome to another episode of Mid-Am Crisis. First off, let me say thanks for listening. I've heard from many people who've been enjoying the show of late, and I'm really excited to bring you another episode. We're going to keep these coming to you uh, for the foreseeable future. Uh, you keep listening. We'll keep producing. Uh, on today's episode, I've got my good friend Joe Zwickle uh, joining us. Joe is one of the renaissance men of golf today. Uh, I have run into him all over the country in some of the most interesting places. We've had some really wonderful experiences together from uh, playing night golf in Winter Park all the way to chasing uh, uh, balls all around Pinehurst Resort and the surrounding areas. Uh, and even when we first met up at Sweetens Cove at Zach Blair's Ringer event, uh, which is actually uh, convenient because that's where he was heading as we had our conversation for the show. Uh, Joe is just a fascinating guy. He's a caddy at Pinehurst. He's got a culinary background. Uh, he's a real stick. I mean, the guy can really play, and he's just a good dude. He's someone who I always enjoy having conversations with about golf and where things are heading, where we should be traveling, uh, and, and what kind of shenanigans we might get into next. Uh, but he's one of those guys that an awful lot of people know him. He tends to pop up in events held by uh, the guys at No Lane Up, uh, by... Uh, the Buck Club, and all kinds of other golf collectives. He's just a man about uh, the game, and I've always enjoyed getting uh, the chance to spend some time with him and uh, play some golf. So without further ado, I'm going to turn it over to that conversation. Like I said, Joe was getting ready to tee off uh, at the Ringer uh, event up at Sweetens Cove and was nice enough to share some time with me and uh, catch up a little bit, and I can't wait for the next opportunity to play a few holes with him. If you're enjoying the show again, thanks for listening. I hope you'll subscribe and I hope you'll tell your friends about it. Uh, this is just a casual place to talk about golf and why we love it and what it means for our lives. So thanks as always for being a part of it. Without further ado, here's my good friend, Joe Zwickle. Zwickle. Jay, what's going on, man? How you doing, buddy? I'm good, man. A little tired, lots of traveling lately, but other than that, good. Well, you just rolled into uh, the biggest uh, little town in Tennessee out here. I did. Actually, the first <laughs> time I'm actually staying in South Pittsburgh and not in Kimball at the oh. Holiday Inn Express. Well, I have stayed in that Holiday Inn Express uh, and wonderful accommodations, great uh, continental breakfast. Where, where are you staying in uh, South Pitt? Uh, we got an Airbnb, like that's, you know, if you're pulling out of Sweetens, instead of making a left towards the highway, you should make a right there. It's probably like two, three miles down the road. Oh, wonderful. So uh, who are you uh, bunking with up there? Uh, just my friend Megan. She, she got an invite to the ringer and it's her first time going so we drove up together to kind of drive through charlotte anyway so picked her yeah, up this perfect. morning at oh i don't know 4 30 4 45 in the morning and drove out here so let's see this is what ringer number four is that right four yeah mm, i've been been to all of them man yeah you're a trooper dude uh there's only a handful of us now I was gonna say that's how you get that's how you get famous in certain circles. Who? Let's see. <laughs> I'm trying. I bet I could guess at some of who some of the uh, uh, all timers are. Who else? Who all's up there that has been to all four of? Them? Well, the most infamous person who's been to all four of them is probably Margolis. DC. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, I saw when I was at Lookout Mountain today. I saw Peyton Broadbent over there. Yeah, good He's man. Been to all of them. But, like, looking down the list, I just, like, can't remember, man. It's, like, between my job and going to these events, it's just, like, <laughs> too many people sometimes. And I, I'm really bad with names to begin with. But Yeah, me and you both. It, it all blurs blurs together. Uh, Pates and I, we got paired up in that first one for the uh, last day. Two-man, I think, is what we were doing. Um, he, he's a super dude. Um, yeah, Peyton's awesome. It's as nice as they come. Um, yep. Well, that's cool. So y'all got a full weekend ahead of you uh, hanging out at uh, uh, the greatest little nine holes on earth and uh, at Sweetens Cove. What, what's the agenda look like? 
Uh, this year is different, man. It's changed. It's now it's three flags in every green. Oh my god! <laughs> and you we're playing twenty-seven holes in that tournament, and it's like you got a hole out to every flag. Ah, that's cool. So yeah, it's moved from two to three. Intense. Which, yeah, I mean, could go. You know, usually, I mean, that two flag thing really really like sped up play you know yeah because mm-hmm. like i mean they're spread out opposite sides of the green so you can have like two people putting to one flag two people putting to another and just fly but you know how it rolls there everybody plays fast if you don't, yeah you get called out by everybody someone start ringing the slow play cowbell that's never I, a good I got a i got a, a very dear friend of mine who lives about an hour from there who I actually stayed with. Um, I've stayed with him a number of times. I've come up there and uh, I usually hit him either up on the, on the way up or the way back. And I thought about inviting him up there last year uh, and and get trying to, you know, twist Zach's arm and get him a spot. But I'm like, he is, he is just notoriously slow. <laughs> and I'm like, man, I just looked that at them, like, dude, they will eat you alive out there. Somebody, <laughs> somebody like we played cause it, last year it was at our last one was at dormy club. Yeah. Right by like where I live in North Carolina. And, uh, we played Pinehurst number four the first day. And yeah, some guy got into it with ZB. <laughs> ZB was thinking about like tossing him out of the tournament or something. It's pretty funny. It's a tough scene if you're uh, dragging ass with that crew, man. Yeah, it's uh, no, not at all. But I, uh, you know, I haven't been. I think the last time I went to Sweetens was uh, for the first ringer. I don't believe I've been back since. And that was is, actually the first time me and you met. We it met was. Lot, that's right. That's right. Yeah. Well, that's where all the good stuff goes down. Exactly. <laughs> Man, you know, it's so funny. I, I've, I've had this conversation with a number of different people, but like, I remember vividly going for a walk with my wife, taking the dog out a couple of weeks before that event. And I was like, Hey, hun. So, um, I need to go to Tennessee. Uh, it's for a golf event. I don't really know anyone there, uh, <laughs> other than what I've met on the internet, you know, and it's just one of those weird conversations, you know, to have to ex- you know, explain to a spouse or whatever. And you're like, so I got a bunch of semi strangers that I'm going to go spend three days with, uh, playing golf and, yeah. uh, it's uh, your weird internet golf friends. Yeah, exactly, exactly. And it's crazy because, like, you know, over the last, you know, four or five years, I mean, like you were saying, I've met so many people. It's kind of crazy. And, and and I keep, you know, you keep up with each other, you know, through Twitter and, and whatever else. And, and then, you know, every six or eight months, there's another little gathering that happens and you all get together and it's just well, like it's old funny, times. Because I think to us, it seems like it's a lot of people. Because I don't think, like, before this whole, you know, social media thing that's going on with golf, like, it seemed like there's so many people that are, like, into all this golf stuff we're into. But I think if, like, you you step back and look at it, it's, it's, it's such a niche, like, market. Like, it's really weird because you end up, like, running into the same people at the same place. It, and everybody knows each other. I think like we're not used to having this many golf friends, but now we do because of the internet. And it yeah. just seems like it's like a ton of people. That is, but I think in the golf world as a whole, it's probably not, you know, the the community of people that we associate with mostly. You know, is I think fairly small in the golf world. I hope it's fairly small at least. <laughs> I, I think that's spot on. Yeah, and it is, and. It's like, you know, what it is, if you think about, like, whatever town you're from or wherever you play your golf, and you got the maybe one guy, you know, or gal who is just absolutely nuts for golf. I mean, not just the ones that play all the time, but the one who then goes that next level of reads all the books, 
travels to all the crazy places. So you yeah. take that one person from every community, right? And there's probably four or 500 of those communities. And that's the, that's the audience we're talking about. You know, you got about 500 people maybe across the whole country and, you know, and then you slice that down to probably the most 100 most ridiculous ones that are actually willing to get in the car, get on the plane and go play with each other. And that's, that's pretty much the community we're talking about. Yeah. I mean, uh, I'm, you know, you're just talking about, uh, talking to your wife about going like, I'm single, man. So like when something <laughs> pops up, I don't have to have those conversations with anybody. <laughs> it's either yes or no. Can I get off of work? But I mean, yeah, I think, I think you're absolutely right about that. It's cool though, man. It's, I've met some really, really awesome people, people that I, I mean, it's crazy to think, man, but I mean, me and you met each other three years ago. Yeah. It doesn't seem like it's been that long. No, it really doesn't. I mean, it feels like, it feels like I was just up there, you know, the other day and it kind of, it kind of makes me sad that I, you know, I'm like, man, I can't believe it's been that long since I've been back to Sweetens. I keep seeing all the amazing improvements and every, you know, you get the worst FOMO, you know, every time I see, you know, everybody getting together up there, you're just like, God damn it. I wish I was up there. There, Yeah. I mean, we went, uh, like when, I mean, when COVID first hit and everything shut down, uh, I think it's like the beginning of April, me, uh, my friend Megan that's here with me now and, uh, the old GM of Sweden's Nash. Mm-hmm. Oh, no, know him well, love him to death. So, uh, he's actually, Pri- the you know pride of Detroit. <laughs> he's actually, he's actually at my house in, in North Carolina. I'm going to stay in there watching my dog. <laughs> no kidding. Yeah. That's funny. So, uh, yeah, he's been at my house for like three, four weeks, man. He's just <laughs> playing a ton of, ton of golf. America's guest. Mm. He is truly America's guest. Uh, that is so funny. Well, you'll have to tell him I said hello when, uh, when you, when you chat with him next, he, uh, he's come down through here and, uh, played with me at Capital City a little bit and, uh, he's, oh, he's just a good dude. You might want to get in touch with him. He'll, he'll be heading down your way soon. I was going to say, yes, about his, about his, uh, time of year for winter migration, right? Yep. He's, he keeps telling me if the stupid COVID thing wouldn't be on, he'd be in New Zealand right now. <laughs> yeah. Well, I need to give him a buzz and then, uh, make sure he stops by Florida's, uh, wonderful capital city on his way further south. Yeah. Hanging out with Nash is always a trip. Oh yeah. No doubt. Um, the, uh, you know, he's talking about, you know, being single, jumping on you. I mean, you're on back to back weekends. I mean, you just left the Sunshine State. You're down here for no laying ups event, right? I was, yeah, um, yeah. It was a great time, man. I mean, that's that's another group of guys that I met three years ago at the first ringer, and I mean, they've all become you know pretty good friends of mine now. It's it's pretty wild. <laughs> I mean. I've done a couple things on YouTube with them for their tourist off series and mm-hmm. a, a wild world of golf with who I actually, I played against a, a past guest of your podcast on. Who'd you play uh, again? Oh, you played with Laz. That's right. Oh man. And also Laz was just my roommate in, in Florida. Uh, that's so funny. He's a great guy. Um, Talk about small world, right? No kidding. Um, <laughs> so yeah, so so how'd that go last week? Did uh, you guys terrorize the field, or uh, what was the story there? Uh, I did not terrorize the field. I had just come off of working something like over forty days in a row. Uh, not a lot of time to play golf. Busy season in Pinehurst, so um, I did not play good. I didn't qualify for the final round of the Stableford, but an interesting thing they did have was the top eight people in the Stableford played 18 holes to see who would win. They all went back down to to zero Stableford points, but they had paramutual live betting up. So I, yeah, we ended up, me and a, a buddy of mine ended up betting on some kid. He ended up winning. We ended up winning some money and then we had a good night. There you go. Uh, that Jack's Beach Muni is a great little spot, man. That's a good hang over there. They they did a great job with that renovation. 
Yeah, I mean, it's unbelievable the shape that course is in for $30. And, like, just talking to the NLU guys, I mean, they all live around Jack's Beach. Um, they're like, we don't even want to go play golf anywhere else down here. You don't really need to. I mean. Yeah. I mean, it's, I think it's 30 bucks maybe. Yeah. It's... And apparently it's just packed all the time with locals. It's seems like the spot to hang out down there for if you're a golfer oh yeah i mean it's it's solid i mean you know and jacksonville is kind of one of those towns it's like a lot of places in florida particularly like when you get out on the coast i mean you have some really good you know private places obviously you got you know tpc sawgrass which is now an astronomical figure to play yeah i think they were saying like 500 plus. Oh yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's getting up there into, you know, pebble territory. And then you have, you know, this sort of smattering of, you know, public golf and a lot of it is okay, but not, not really compelling. Um, you know, you can play, you can get around, but it's not really something that, I don't know, elicits certain feelings from the golf diehard crowd. But that place has done a great job. I mean, it's become a real community hub. I mean, so I had a, I had a client event down at St. Augustine um, on Monday. We get done early enough that I look at him, and he's you know, a golf junkie like me. I was like, hey, man, I think we ought to go up here, hit up the flying iguana, get some tacos, and let's go out and get a nine-hole you know, round in at the Jack's Beach Muni. And we just had a wonderful little evening out there. Um, you know, it's great. You see the kid, you know, kids out there running around having fun. The driving range is packed. Everybody's trying to doink it off the boats out there. I mean, yeah, just you solid, know what? Yeah. You know what's really cool about that place too? Like that whole, like I'm gonna call it complex that the golf course sits in. Mm-hmm. You know, there's like a bunch of like oh, yeah. little league, little league fields, yeah. and like other sports going on there too. So, I mean, maybe that is gonna be something like where those kids playing the other sports will be able to see it from like where they're playing like hey like what's that like <laughs> yeah let's go out there let's yeah, go try for that real. game i mean you know and that's people come to golf in a lot of different ways and you know if you can kind of create that you know peer over the fence what's going on over there you know it looks like a good party uh you know people will come and they, they've done a good job and um what I love is when you come across a place that just has that, that sense of community. And, you know, I mean, you're, you're about to hang out at, you know, Sweetens for the next few days, which the thing that makes Sweetens so cool to me beyond the golf course, which is just fabulous is there's a sense of community there that they almost rebuild on a daily basis. Right. And that's the thing with communities. Like you don't really get to take a day off. You kind of have to kind of, you know, you always have to make sure that, that sense of community is is present and what's really cool. And I, I admire what Rob and them have done, particularly with like now they, how they do the, you know, all day passes. So you can, instead of just coming up and playing around a golf, you actually get to experience it at its best, which is when it's got that just brooding sense of community, you know, that runs throughout every hole and the people having fun, you hear each other yelling across the course, you you're high-fiving up there around the fire pit later. I mean, that, that's what it's all about. Yeah, oh, yeah. I mean, Sweetens is a blast. And that, that daily pass thing could have been like, the smartest thing they could have done. I mean, oh, like, yeah. they, don't, they, they cap it at a certain amount of rounds, so the course never gets too busy. Mm-hmm. And rounds don't take forever. Like, if they didn't do that on the weekend and they just let anybody come pay to play, like, rounds of golf might take – a while out there oh yeah i mean they could they could pack people in and which and, at the end yeah. of the day would be hurting their product it would, it would. So, it's a, it was i a mean brilliant move on on their part to to instead of focusing on just the highest amount you know they can get yeah preserving a certain kind of experience and uh and people will pay a premium for it which is which is really cool i always think about yeah, that I mean, like uh, and I, i'm sure you see this right think about like like pebble right like you pay this astronomical figure to go play 18 holes of pebble and again there you know I, this might not be the best example just because that's a lot of different market forces in play but 
man, I think people would pay three times that amount if they knew they could go out there and, and, you know, breeze around the place, go in and get one, let you go back out and do it again, you know? Um, exactly. But, I mean, maybe it'll be a new model for courses to follow in the future. Yeah, it's pretty fascinating for sure. Um, I mean, you, you, you give yourself a set, kind of a set income then if you're, if you're busy enough. True. Yeah. Like I know Sweetens, it's like impossible. Like they're booked like on the weekends, like Thursday through Sunday. Those day passes are sold out like a month or two in advance. I think. Oh yeah, it's. I mean, they've created a a whole new market. Um, it, I mean, I was texting Rob probably in August because I was I actually had a friend of mine who was thinking about maybe making a trek up there uh, right about now, and he and I said, hey, you know what's is there a good you know weekend or something that you know of that we might ought to try to target he says dude we're pretty much sold out through the year and i was like holy cow man that's awesome <laughs> good for you it's wild yeah it is wild um talking about um you know you were saying you're working or you had worked 40 days in a row how's the scene up in uh the hometown of pinehurst these days it's good man the weather's been great just been pretty crazy busy uh I, like we don't have all the caddies back for you know covid reasons and stuff like that but i mean man i i it, it had to have been busier this fall than it was last fall it seemed like it at least but maybe because there was just less of us but uh yeah um i don't know man finders is cool there's a lot of good golf around there I have to like uh, pinch myself most of the times and remind myself where I get to play every day. Well, last time I came up that way, let's see, you and I we played uh, we played Mid Pines, we played Tobacco Road, we played Number Three. The only reason we didn't play two or four is they had some kind of corporate event going on out there. But I mean, you just you just can go in literally any direction and play one of the best, you know some of the best golf courses in the country right there in such a tight area. Yeah. I, I mean, the farthest, farthest drive I have to any of those golf courses is tobacco road and it's not even 25 minutes. Yeah. It's, it's just an incredible amount of insanely good golf within a very tight uh, little area. And, um, and there, I mean, and there's sleepers up there. You know I mean like um, Southern pines, man, I love, I went out there and played with Rand and, that place is not going to be a sleeper for a while. Yeah, I can't. What, what's the deal? What, what, when are they going to get going so on renovations? It's, uh, I talked to the superintendent the other day. It sounds like uh, once the winter time hits and like everywhere really slows down, I think like January, they're starting with a first thing they're going to do is a big tree removal. Then when they get done with that, they're going to go in and redo all the bunkering. And then after that, they're going to replant and uh, expand. Uh, the greens they're going to switch over from bent grass to bermuda mm. which makes sense yep. for down there yep. i mean the bermuda grass is playable all year the bent grass in the summertime is like you have two months three months when you just can't even i mean they have to keep it so long so it doesn't burn out greens are probably rolling like seven yeah i i remember that's your like thing. That. Yep. <laughs> yeah yeah they were pretty slow the day i played um but um but man, but that man, there's said, some cool stuff they, out there. They just got a bunch of new mate. I got all new maintenance equipment out there and a higher maintenance budget now. And like the course looks fantastic. It looks the best I've ever seen it. They just, I think they just hosted the Moore County Am there last oh. weekend. Have they, um, have they torn down that Elks Lodge yet? <laughs> not yet, but apparently it is coming down. Yeah, that thing is not attractive. <laughs> But it's a cool place, man. I mean, it's just got a great routing. It's a wonderful, you know, beautiful scenery out there. And um, can't wait to see what happens now that um, the uh, Pine Needles Mid Pine team has all gotten a hold of it. That's really cool. Hey, man, those, those, having those three golf courses under one umbrella is a pretty heavy hitter. Well, you know, it's, I was, so I forgot to tell you this. So, we are bring, I'm going to bring probably somewhere between 12 and 16 guys up there in June, uh, for our annual, uh, guys trip from, uh, Tallahassee. 
And, you know, I was kind of, you know, we were debating. I was like, look, I was like, we can do this a lot of different ways. We can either, you know, stay at the resort and do, you know, kind of the Pinehurst heavy. I said, but, you know, don't think you're getting a lesser product if you go, if we go and do the, you know, mid pines, pine needles, you know, route on this. I mean, that, that is a hell of a collection they've got. Yeah. I mean, even with the other ones too, I mean, you have Dormy Club, Tobacco Road. I mean, Piners, you know, I'm, you know, I don't want to tell you not to stay at the resort because I work there, <laughs> but like if I were to do it and I didn't, you know, I was coming down for a trip, I might only stay like one or two nights at the resort just so I can make sure I got a tea time on number two and number four yeah. and stayed there, done that, you know, for a night or two and then, you know, move, move on somewhere else. Yeah. I mean, the. The hotel at Mid Pines is so old and so cool. The, so, I mean, same with, I mean, Pine Needles, that all stuff's cool, too. There's cabins up at Dormy Club now. Really? There's a bunch of cabins up there now. Oh, that's cool. I yeah. didn't realize that. Yeah, they're, when, ever since Dormy Network bought them, they, there's a new clubhouse, too. They knocked down oh. the, the old and small one, and they're in the process of building it. The foundation's, like, laid. I mean, I was up there, like, two, three weeks ago. So y'all have seen uh, quite a bit of traffic uh, during the whole COVID thing, I guess. Yeah, I mean, I, I'm just assuming a lot of people are working from home and they don't have to be in an office. So, I guess why not go do some work in the morning or afternoon at Pinehurst, right? Yeah. What's uh, how would you describe your journey to becoming a uh, resident expert caddy uh, at the resort? Oh man. I mean, it didn't start. I mean, it didn't start with, 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 I, you know, I never thought in a million years that I'd be doing this. Um, I mean, I went to school to, you know, went to culinary school, wanted to be a chef, uh, worked in that industry for quite a number of years. Um, worked in New York city, Manhattan and, uh, then moved out to San Francisco. I was out in San Francisco for four or five years. Left San Francisco for two or three years and went up to Sonoma County in the middle of wine country. And then I like just woke up one day and decided that I was done. I was, just, I was burnt out. I mean, that last seven, eight years of me working was, I mean, 90 plus hours a week maybe a day off a one one day off a week um i just got to a point where i like i burnt it was burnt out and just decided this isn't you know not how i want to spend the rest of my life and that was probably when i was like 30 when i turned 30 yeah somewhere around there and i'm 34 now so it's only four years ago um i had to go home to new york to take care of some family stuff and in that time period, I ended up injuring my back, had to have lower back surgery, had to recover from that. And while my back was hurt, I decided I was so miserable laying in bed. I was like in bed for like six months. Um, and I'm normally a really active person. So it was driving me nuts. And I just decided that, you know what, like, I'm not going back to the kitchen. Like, I'm going to go do something where I can travel and be around golf a lot more. And a couple of friends of mine had been like, hey, you might want to try caddying. Um, and I looked into it, and all the caddies I had on previous golf trips, I'm like, you know, it looks like fun. And tried it, like, just made a bold move and decided, you know what, I'm going to move to Pinehurst. And moved to Pinehurst, and a couple months later, got started caddying, and just fell in love with the job and now you know instead of going to a kitchen for 90 hours a week my office is like pinehurst number two and that's pretty <laughs> cool <laughs> yeah that is pretty damn cool what, what's your favorite part about that gig caddying i mean meeting people is is awesome and i, I mean for me i'm not like a i'm a huge i'm not like a huge architecture nerd but i i'm i'm into 
architecture and all that stuff and just being able to watch all the different kinds of people come through and play that course and like not lose one golf ball is like it's the most amazing thing to me uh i mean there's so much stuff i like i just i mean i I like pretty much live my life on a golf course jay yeah i work if i'm not going it's not busy at the resort i work in the morning i'm off of work by like 11 30 noon usually with a couple other buddies of mine that are also caddies and it's like home for lunch for a half hour and then let's go play golf until the sun goes down i can think of worse ways to uh spend my time um (laughs) i i've always you know i don't have too many regrets in life um but but there's a few of them I, I that that always come to mind. One is I will always regret that I didn't go to uh, the UK to study abroad when it would have cost me you know you know a few thousand dollars while I was in college and and I just thought that was just outrageous back then. And now you look back and like my God you idiot. Uh, yeah, I could have played every course in the UK over the course of you know six weeks. Um, and the other thing is that I didn't caddy more. I, I caddied for my uncle who was out on uh, the PGA Tour for a while. Uh, I never caddied in a PGA Tour event. I did caddy in a handful of uh, the corn. I'm always like the whatever they call it now tour, the uh, Corn Ferry Tour. Corn Ferry. Um, yeah. So I had a couple of. I like. I still refer to it as like the buy dot com tour sometimes. I do too. I, I, the web.com yeah, yeah, yeah i can even the <laughs> nike tour i mean um nationwide, nationwide yeah, Hooters, yeah all the that, you know. tour. and so I, <laughs> I had like i don't know four or five starts out there with him and just loved it and and you know i would usually go do like one every summer pretty much from like when i was late in high school through college and you know i look back and i'm like you idiot why didn't you go and do it for a whole year why didn't you go and do, I just, I, and I, I, I never, never even crossed my mind. And then, and then of course, you know, I sit and I think, God, you could have gone and caddied it, Bandon right out of college, or you could have gone to Pinehurst oh, or anything. It just never even entered my thought process. Speaking of that, um, I'm thinking this is probably going to be my last season in Pinehurst. Uh-oh. Moving West. Yeah. I, I miss the West Coast. And I mean, also like, how cool it'd be to work at Bandon for a couple of years. Oh, I'm telling you, I, you know, like how much fun would it be if like, I'm going to go out there and work and then the golf I'm going to play, is just probably all going to be there. I tell you, which would be unbelievable. I, um, I sat down, I've been watching that latest season of, uh, and I'll use tour sauce and, oh man, I'm, I'm going. So I go, Every New Year's with a group of people, we get in on like the 31st and ring of the New Year and start our New Year golfing at Bandon Dunes. And like, it's so close now, but like those videos every week from them aren't helping anything. Oh, I mean, <laughs> it's, it's, like, it's um, I just go already. I, I love a lot of the stuff they do. I think this is their best work yet. And oh man, they're getting so good at uh, it's, now. Yeah. like actually telling story. It's 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 pretty awesome to watch them evolve. Yeah, it is, and that and that's why you keep coming back, you know, because it keeps it keeps changing. Better. And, and you know that first episode they did uh, with like the band in one hundred and one. My wife happened to watch that with me, and she's like, mm-hmm. "Oh, wow, I get it." <laughs> I'm like, yeah, I know. It looks amazing, doesn't yeah. it? Exactly. And she's like, <laughs> I like that's like that's I, I like sent one to my mom and like I'm just like, Mom, watch this. And she's like, What is it? I'm like, just watch it. And she watched it and she was like, Wow, I understand why you want to go out there all the time. <laughs> it's such an interesting place because like once you leave, that's like all you think about. Yeah. For for a long period of time. And then, I mean, hopefully you're planning another trip back there once you leave. Like, we, we tend to go and plan our trip for the next year while we're there. The previous year. Because, I mean, I, I at least, if I don't move out there and work, I at least have to go out there once a year. Yeah. Like, my year, unless I go somewhere else that I haven't been that's, like, kind of far, I, 
it's the whole you know it's the whole trip out there getting there is just a trek and it you just feel so rewarded once you do well <clears throat> much like um the uk i i have yet to make my uh my quest out to bandon but um it's coming uh when are you flying out 31st uh actually uh, we're flying out the 30th this year and then like normally we fly out the 30th and we fly into portland and we have like a we go out for like a nice dinner in portland and you know go up drinks and do all that stuff and then drive down on the 31st but this year since covid like we're like yeah do we really want to like hang out in the city of portland so this time we just we got a house near bandon like on the beach oh well on the beach on those cliffs (laughs) uh the night before the 31st so we're gonna drive down stay there in the morning then on the 31st we'll like go down to the beach and make breakfast and i think we tee off at sheep ranch at like 12 10 that day so Mm. sounds lovely um that place looks um that sheep ranch course just looks like an invitation to have yeah i'm pretty i'm pretty excited for it because like i've been out there a bunch of times now like the first but like i you know you vividly remember your first time going out there it's like i think it was 2013 was the first time something like that and um i don't know man that's gonna be so cool to do because i've been there so many times since then and it's like and not i mean not doesn't get anywhere close to boring or anything like that but like you know you just you, you just get used to playing the golf courses but it'll be really cool to go there this time to go see something I've never seen before. I'm pretty pretty stoked for that. I think over the course of five days, we play Sheep Ranch three times, too. Oh, wow. That's cool. Yeah, we have like, I don't know, I think it's like 10, 10 rounds of golf in five days, plus that first one on the half day, and then before we leave the last day playing their preserve. Yeah, for a well-traveled man like yourself, um seen some pretty good golf experiences what's what's on your bucket list what what are you still itching to get out and see for the first time man sand hills mm. that was quick yeah. right i gotta get out there i've been out to bally neal and it's awesome i love it out there but i, I really want to go see sand hills that golf course is so it's gonna it's gonna go down as one of the most important golf courses ever built oh yeah no question and everything I've heard from people that have been there is just unbelievable. I um, I went to Bally Neal with my brother uh, two years ago now, I guess. Yeah, two years ago. And that was one of the – maybe the best golf experience I've ever had. I, I mean, I've, you know, not as well-traveled as everyone, but pretty well-traveled. And um, you still get I get around. around. I, do, I do a decent job. And uh, I, I'm convinced that's that's my favorite place I've I've ever played. I, I just it's a it reminds me of Pacific Dunes so much, just without yeah. the ocean and its pride. Yeah, and it's I mean it I it, it, it it's got to be the furthest place in America from an ocean. <laughs> it it is, and the funniest name, the funniest thing is the name of the road that takes you there is like inner inner ocean yeah, parkway yeah. or something it's like that crazy there's no ocean anywhere close to it yeah that <clears throat> is there ocean of prairie that that ride out there you know you just you kind of get out of the denver metroplex and then you just kind of watch like um civilization sort of like break down <laughs> you know what i mean like yeah. you go you go from like you know, you know this big huge city to the suburbs to the exurbs to then you get you you know you kind of get on this two lane road that never turns for like a hundred miles it feels like, and you just kind of go from like grain siloed little community to the next one, you know they pop up on the horizon you get to the next one then you finally you literally get to where the blacktop ends, and then you're just out on this like dirt or gravel road out I mean you're so far out in the middle of nowhere, and yeah it's I try to explain to people how far out in the middle of nowhere you are and I think I'm I'm it's like two hours east of denver then you get off the highway and then you drive for like another hour 
and then you turn down some dirt road and drive for like a half yeah. hour. Yeah, I mean, you're 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 <laughs> legitimately on a dirt road for a half an hour, and you just you know, for most people, I think you're like I I wasn't aware there was this much dirt road left in the country. Um, <laughs> well, you know what? Funny thing is, I was just up um in August. I was up in northern Michigan, like around Traverse City, and. uh Going to Kingsley Club's the same oh, way. Really? There's dirt roads everywhere in North. Like I was like, hey, look at the dirt road, and I was up there actually with Nash, and he was like, there's so many dirt roads up here, and I'm like thinking like he's just over exaggerating, but there is a lot of dirt roads in Northern Michigan. Yeah, it's yeah, we awesome. still got some around Re- here, but they're they're disappearing, you know. Um, Remote places, mm-hmm. man. I think that's uh that's what makes those that. The, the the journey there is definitely it definitely adds to the experience of playing those courses oh for sure because you really are able to take in how in the middle of nowhere you are yeah i mean that that's what i you know what is that at Neal? it's like number four or whatever that's got that that par five where you kind of tee off oh yeah you just go straight yeah, out, and there's, there's nothing, nothing in front of you but the golf hole, and it just yeah. rare. I mean, you, as far as you, you can see, you probably see the. Oh yeah, I mean, it, you, you got to be able to see for, <laughs> I don't know, fifty miles from up there. You know, I mean, and there's one golf hole in front of you, and then just nothingness, or like you said, it's till you hit the horizon, um, and that's pretty yeah. pretty damn cool. Um, but you know, I. I it, to your point about you know that you know, most of us just don't get the chance to be out in in that kind of remoteness enough, and you know golf's about the only reason <laughs> you would go out there, which is pretty damn cool too. Exactly, and like I've realized as I've gotten older, it didn't always used to be that way because I used to like be around a lot of people and have a lot of fun all the time. Like I mean, I lived in New York City for a number of years in San Francisco, but. Like, I don't like being around many people anymore. And, like, I love going out into the middle of nowhere. Me too. Then, I mean, that's one of the reasons why I want to move out to Bandon so bad. It's because it's in the middle of yeah, nowhere. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm with you. I read, um, last summer, I read uh, A Season in Dornick. And uh, if you haven't read it, I, I can't recommend that enough. And, you know, you read it and you're, and I, I like told my wife, especially with all the COVID shit going on, I was like, Hey, you know, we can just pack this thing up and move to Dornick. Like, you know, <laughs> we could, I was like, and she's just like, well, what will we do? And I'm like, nothing, which is exactly the point. Um, you know, yeah. we'll, we'll, you know, run a little coffee shop or something. That's, that's my dream. My dream is just, that's, to, that's what, uh, that's what uh, I think Nash or Patrick Boyd was just telling me that. That's what uh, Patrick's partner, business partner, Ari did. Did he really? That's so cool. <laughs> yeah, he just left the states, lives somewhere in Scotland now. I'm not exactly oh, I didn't sure know that. where. But, wow, that's yeah. cool. <laughs> yeah. But I mean, that's that's. I think that's my dream. Someone asked me one time, you know, what's my, uh, you know, future plans? I was like, well, I think I'd like to live in a little town by the sea somewhere off in Scotland and. When people come around looking for me, they'll say, anybody seen Revel? And the answer will be affirmatively no. (laughs) (laughs) But, uh, yeah, I mean, I was just talking to, uh, I'm actually, I'm trying to go up there next summer, man. I haven't been out there yet. And I, people are always like, wow, I, I really can't believe you haven't gone to Scotland or Ireland yet. And I'm like, yeah, like I'm afraid. And they're like, what are you afraid of? Like, I'm afraid I won't come home. Like, <laughs> I might go out there and just be like, wow, yep, not going back to the U.S. Yeah, I mean, when you get ready to make that leap over the pond, you let me know. I'll, uh, we'll get us a little crew of uh, some of our, you know, online golf degenerates and go over. I, uh, hey, man, I'm thinking thinking July, like seven, eight days, just, just in Dorm oh. and playing everywhere oh. around there. And that's it. Yeah. One-way ticket? It, <laughs> mine might be. I, mean, I got to come gotta back. Go home. You got to – yeah. <laughs> but, uh, but I can sure pretend like I'm not going to for a few days. 
Oh yeah. Yeah, we, we need to make that. that happen. Um the uh yeah, yeah, I'm 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 all about it. You know, it's just one of those things where like I, I I've gotten to the point where I can't I can't take it anymore. It's like I I just I gotta go. Because it's driving, it's sort of Gotta slowly driving me insane. I can't read any more about it. Like I can't even look at it anymore because I'm like, it just, it's just like a puts knot in my stomach, you know. But uh, that's that's uh that's pretty much where I'm at with yeah. it too. Although I haven't read the book you were just talking about, and I'm most certainly going to check that out, especially if I'm planning on going to Dornick for a little. Oh uh, man, it it was. I just loved it. I mean the the, it's. It's probably my favorite book now. Um, you know, hopefully uh, Tom Coyne's not listening, but um, and I, lo- and I love this. <laughs> I can't wait to read his, his new book. Um, Got to get him on here for a chat soon. But yeah, man, it's uh, it's fun to read about that stuff. But I'm just to the point where I I'm I'm very eager to um, get my ass over there. What um so what's on tap tonight in uh, South Pittsburgh? You getting together with anyone? Or are you whipping up dinner at the I, Airbnb? I am not cooking, <laughs> man. <laughs> um, no, I'm yeah, I'm about to. I'm actually when we get done when I get done talking to you, man. I'm gonna go out to dinner. I'm gonna go meet up with like my best friend, which is yeah. awesome. Uh, yeah, my friend Cody. Oh, so, love them. Yeah, yeah we played Cody, together. Think, yeah, we right? played together at our Mid Pines that day. Oh yeah, that's right. That's when he was still working at. Yeah, Mid-Pines. he's. And then he came out. He came out to Sweetens for a little bit, and then got offered a better job closer, or yeah. a better paying job closer to his house. Uh, he works at, I, th- I believe. Yeah, Chattanooga I got a friend now. of mine who's a member up there and just raves about that place. Yeah, it looks in great shape. I've I've yet to go out there. I don't think I'm going to be able to this trip, but something tells me I'll be back to Sweden sooner than I probably think. You know, it's funny, man. I, like I said, I, I've been saying that for the last, you know, two and a half years and still hadn't made it back, but I'm, I'm, I'm committing to myself that I am going to get my ass up there, uh, next year. Now that I've, um, I've built a little bit more freedom into my, uh, into my life, which is good. I highly recommend getting as much of that as possible, which I know you can attest to. Um, yeah, yeah, that's great. So, so that's the that's the scheme. <laughs> that's awesome, man. Yeah, I mean, if if anyone hasn't gone out and they're thinking about it and they're iffy about it being a nine hole course, it's like just do it. <laughs> Go out there in the morning, buy all day pass, and play from every single tee box. Ah, uh, yeah, I mean that it, you know the the it plays so differently from. Depending on what pin you're going for, what tee you're playing from, it's just it's just such a cool place. I'm playing I'm playing for Simmons oh. week, weekend. What um I just played him I played at that lookout today, man. Shot three over that's out there. Solid. How many three putts you have up there? Yeah. Uh not too many because I had the greens were just yeah. going slow. When the, yeah, they weren't I mean the ball wasn't getting away when from those the when those bad boys get fast, that's some of the hardest putting I've oh, ever yeah. seen. Oh yeah, last year when I when I played out there last year, it was you just lots of head scratchers. Yeah, totally. That is that is for sure. Um, yeah, it's it's just a cool spot. I mean, there's mountain golf, and then there's lookout mountain golf, which is just you know you're on the mountain, you're on top of it. It's just, just yeah. I mean, it's you know, excuse my language, but everybody says it's rain around yeah, the fucking mountain. Pretty remarkable. I mean, those views out there are some of the best in the whole country. Um, oh man, have you ever walked behind the oh, yeah. green? Mm-hmm. There? The 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 the, the, the death walk ledge. Out on? <laughs> yeah. Oh man, like that's a. I was trying to explain it to my friend Megan there, and I'm like, it's one of those falls that if you fall, oh, yeah, off, you just you're, yeah, you're no, done. <laughs> there's no hope for a good bounce. <laughs> no, but not it's, at it's all. pretty cool. <laughs> but you can. Um, and it looks great now too, because all the trees in the valley are all like oh, red, yeah. yellow. Yeah, it Love nuts. it. It's pretty wild seeing those. Uh, yeah, you've seen the pictures all week and stuff, but like seeing Augusta today on TV is just crazy. Oh I mean, man, it's just the wildest thing. It's it is awesome. awesome, dude. How about how about how about Tiger coming Ooh, out today? Cat look hungry, man. He looks good, dude. I didn't I didn't see that coming. I'm I'm like wow. If he if he keeps swinging it that good. All week, I mean, 
he's got a chance for another one. It's going to be interesting to see just how the course progresses. Obviously, they got dumped on this morning with the rain, but um, I think it will continue to dry out oh, yeah. now that this you know tropical storm is staying out of there. But um, I drove through that rain all oh, the morning yeah, this morning. It's the worst. It's just been like you know down here in Florida. You know, you just you never know when you're going to get one of the damn things and. We've just had that tropical, muggy, wet weather for the last like two weeks. It's just I'm over it, ready for some sunshine. Yeah, we had a like I we got it was supposed to rain in Pinehurst yesterday, and we ended up getting put on call. So we decided to chance it, obviously, because you know if we can't play golf, like what else <laughs> are we gonna do? So we. We went out to Mid Pines. It got rained on for like three holes, but like it got like up to like the 80s and just got super humid. It felt like an August day. It was, I was like, what is going on? It's November. But yeah, I don't know. The weather's been kind of weird lately. So uh, before we uh, depart from this conversation, give me the give me the rundown, uh, the uh, chef's perspective on dining in the North Carolina Sandhills. What's the, where's the handful of places that you got to go eat up there so that I can uh, route that trip accordingly uh, next summer with my guys. So, I mean, we'll, we'll just start with the, the easy one for me. Like if you, if you come to Pinehurst now, I mean, you got to go stop yeah. at the brewery. The brewery is super cool. It's not like any other thing in the town of Pinehurst. Um, I mean, always, I don't know about food-wise, but a good spot to pop in and have a drink while you're in downtown Pinehurst, the Pinecrest Inn. Old, old hotel. Has a lot of cool old golf stuff in it. Um, besides that, though, man, like I tell everyone to go to Southern Pines, which is like five miles down the road. It's another town down there. It's, you know, it's, a, it's less resorty, obviously. I mean, you have downtown Piners, you have the Carolina Hotel on one side and the golf resort on the other and the town in the middle. Um, but Southern Pines is, there's a lot more restaurants and bars. I mean, uh, the like my favorite restaurant down there, hands down, is this place called The Lead Mine. The Lead Mine? Um, All right. Yeah. Um, it's uh, weird. It's like kind of off the main street and like kind of back in the corner next to a tattoo shop. <laughs> um, right up your alley. Yeah. I mean, they have, yeah, exactly. Um, they have, uh, it's like, uh, it's like almost Korean Japanese inspired oh, food. Man. I mean, it's, it's like nothing else down there. And that's why I love it so much. Plus on top of that, um, the cocktails are really, really good there. And it's just a cool spot. Like you go, it's one of those places where you're like, you're, you know, in this like old part of North Carolina and you go inside and like, if you sat in there for like an hour and walk back outside, you'd be like, Oh man, I forgot we were in Southern <laughs> Pines. Like it's like going, you know, it's, it's a little younger, a little busier. Um, yeah, man, there's so many restaurants in Southern Pines, like Chapman's, Beef eaters, like if you want bar food, like Beltry's not bad. Uh, there's a couple higher end places that I don't really frequent. I've worked in fine dining for a long time, and I kind of just hate <laughs> it now, and would rather just go eat less fussy food. Simpler the better for me these so days. So good segue. Uh, where so where are your fine your uh, dining establishments in South Pittsburgh, Tennessee? Man, I I believe we're eating at the finest dining establishment <laughs> in South Pittsburgh tonight, and I believe the name of it is Stephen Reno's. Uh, <laughs> is that of an Italian persuasion? What, a, what are we What are we talking here? You know, I don't know. <laughs> I don't even know what to expect, man. It sounds like is it an Italian guy whose na- actual name is Steve? <laughs> is it someone's last name, or is someone like making like a? A Rob Schneider water. Yeah, you, it's probably the latter. <laughs> I really hope so. I hope I go in there and there's an actual picture of that SNL oh, yeah. character inside. That's so funny. <laughs> um, 
Well, you'll have to let me know uh, your formal review uh, on that. I'd be curious to hear how that goes. Uh, I'm I'm partial. I'm partial to the yeah. El Torrell up there. That's uh, yeah. The taco uh-huh. place is good. It's uh, I mean, you got the taco place. I guess you got Steve Reno's, and then besides that, you know, whatever yeah. fast food chain, you Waffle want, you House, know. yeah, <laughs> yeah. Slim Pickens, like the way to go though. I mean, dominant. The way to go if you're at Sweetens and you want food. But you really don't want to leave. Domino's does deliver there. Well, there you have it. I wasn't aware of that, but that seems like a lucrative uh, opportunity for someone. I think I I got caught up cut talking about or something else earlier. But we I went up I went up Sweden in the beginning of COVID. We camped out there for like eight days straight. Did you really? Just like up under we set our tents up under the pavilion and just camped there and just golfed for like eight days straight. That's fantastic. And it was, yeah, it, I mean, it was awesome. There's a couple of days it, it poured rain, but like there's three of us and we were like, well, we can either sit under this pavilion all day or we can just put our rain stuff on and just go play golf. The, um, now that they have, you know, legitimate bathrooms, that, that seems pretty doable. It's a game changer <laughs> for sure. And well, I was also lucky enough too when we stayed up there. Because uh, the no laying up guys obviously have their house up there now. Yeah, that they rent out. Um, they were still remodeling it, but uh, TC found out that uh, I was camping up there, and he generously gave me the code. I mean, we 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 couldn't stay there, but we were allowed to go use mm-hmm. the showers there, which also yeah, was that for camping for eight days. I mean, I guess not everybody can do that, but too funny i don't know i guess it's good to have yeah it is good to have friends and what a great game to make friends in exactly i mean there's no way if it wasn't for this game me and you would never have met and that the truth and uh i feel like these conversations i keep having with people tend to keep gravitating back to that point and that's kind of exactly why i like having them so um yeah it's like we 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 share golf and for some reason, just in like this world of golf, it's like we share this game and like nothing else matters about anybody else, like where they come from, what they do for a living. It's just like we share golf and we go out and have fun yeah, and do that together. It's the best, man. It really is. I mean, I, I I feel so blessed to have met so many interesting, wonderful people all across the country, to, you know, the last few years. Uh, and it all happened because of golf and the internet. And it's just the damnedest thing. And I'm constantly amazed by it. I, um, it, it, it's just, it's the coolest. I'm with thing. you there, man. The amazement is like always through the roof. Well, it, like I thought by maybe this point, three, four years down the road, I'd kind of get burnt out of golf or going to these events. But like, they're just, every time I go, they're just more and more fun. <laughs> it's truth. The, um, yeah, it's funny, man, too, because like every time I talk to someone and someone tells me, oh, yeah, I'm, I'm going on a trip to, you know, fill in the blank. I go, Oh, that's, um, yeah, I know. I know a guy out there. You want me to set you up? <laughs> they're like, how the hell do you know? Yeah, these people? I'm like, it's I crazy, don't man. To explain it, but dude, it, it's, it's so wild. Just the network of people. Yeah. It's a cool thing, man. It's a cool thing. Well, I'll tell you what, I better, uh, I better jump off or I'm not going to be allowed to go on many more of these things. Uh, I, I just got my uh, text from my wife that uh, says uh, home soon, question mark. Um, I, uh, I got myself a nice little office downtown now painted, uh, painted green. You know, you got to have your green walls as a golfer. And uh, I can just there sit up go. here all day long and talk off with people, but got to go do some toddler stuff. Um, well, listen, man, tell Cody, I said, hello. Uh, Give my love to everyone uh, up there, all the, uh, uh, all my fellow degenerates, and uh, uh, make sure you send me a couple of good pictures of uh, all the festivities. I'll be uh, sitting around watching the Masters stewing over why I'm not sitting in South Pittsburgh, Tennessee, with all my friends. I mean, listen, at least you get to watch the Masters. True, I. Uh, I'm going to be out playing golf all day and not going to be able to watch it. I know, poor me, but like. The Masters is pretty yeah, awesome. It is awesome. And I'm I'm pretty psyched to dive into some couch time uh over the weekend and, and, and get that going in a 
Um, very weird year, but hey, glad we got it. Yeah. Hey, catch time. No doubt. Important, man. No doubt. Well, listen, dude, have fun tonight. Have fun up there this weekend. I look forward to uh, a full recap on all things The Ringer. Uh, and uh, I look forward to seeing you um, definitely in Pinehurst next summer, if not sooner. Hey, man, I might be back down in Florida sometime this winter. You know where so to find me, man. I'll keep you posted. <laughs> Hit me up, brother. Oh, yeah. All right, Joe, all right, great Joe. talking with you, pal. And uh, I'll look forward to uh, hopefully getting together with you on the golf course again before too long. All right. Sounds good. Thanks, pal. All right, buddy. See ya. I'll talk to you later.